And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Erica with me and James Keating from Hot <laughs> Keating. So, say hello to everybody. Hello, hello. And tonight, we are actually going to be, I'm going to be interviewing uh, these an actor and actress from Crichton Hobbs' new film called The History That Haunts Us. Of course, I had Crichton on last month and everything and gave a whole entire new meaning to some of the new some of the stuff that he talked about. But I just want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be able to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to talk about this film. I've been excited about it since Crichton talked to me about it. I co-wrote with him a little bit with this. So it's just it's just a great concept of what he's done. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. And, you know, my my thing is this. How long have you guys been doing acting? What brought you into the acting realm of saying, hey, look, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I want to focus my life on acting. What, got, what made you have the acting bug? You want to go first? first. <laughs> okay, ladies first. Um, actually, I grew up in theater. Uh, I did a lot of commercial and modeling as a teenager and growing up, and then I converted that into just basically theatrical productions. Um, I was really big into the theater side of things and took film in college, you know, took acting classes and whatnot. Never really got you know, head first into it. I had five children and mm. I just kind of like went out of the market of theater and everything. And then this year, actually, I, um, my best friend actually reached out to me. They were filming something in Jackson local and it was just for background work. She was like, Hey, I know you love acting. Please go do this with me. I want to get, you know, into the acting industry. Just go do it with me. I went and it was like something just bit me. And I literally have been booked since this year, thankfully. And it's something that I really want to pursue um, as a career. I mean, I've done a lot of things in my life. And I think this is something that just really, just really captures who I am. That's awesome. That's really cool. That, you you know, some people are like, well, I don't know if this is for me or not. And things like that. I'm going to try it out. But then you try it out. Then you wind up loving it. And you just want to keep on doing it. And it becomes like an addiction and passion for what you're doing. So I commend you on that big time. Yes. What about you for you, James? Well, about me going back to my, I guess my background growing up, I grew up on a poultry and cattle farm and I lived out in a very rural area out in the sticks and growing up I only had three channels. So when I was 12, my mother said, we're getting a satellite. We're going to get 500 channels. I said, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way that's happening there's no way i'll be able to watch that much television but when, when we did i made up for a lot of lost time not growing up having cable and watching a lot of movies and uh fast forward to my senior year of high school i was in the senior play and uh the teacher that was doing the drama teacher she said what are you doing after you get out of high school and i said well I, you know my plan was probably take over the family farm and she said, I said, but I'm going to go to community college. And I said, I hadn't really decided yet. She said, well, if you get over there and you haven't decided, she said, you ought to enter theater. And I said, okay, well, I'll take you up on that if I get over there. Well, I get over there and I hadn't really made my mind up other than take basic courses and curric- cur- curriculum. And I get over there and I enter in theater. So I did theater for two years. And then uh, fast forward, I, you know, I got a job in corporate America and been, I'd been doing that for a number of years. And then I moved back to Alabama and I started noticing that they were filming in Alabama movies. So Hollywood kind of came to the South, you know, where it used to, you'd have to go to California. Right. To make a career out of acting. 
And so I started uh, putting in with the Goldman's uh, started, they started having extra work and I started working with them as extra. And then they would, they bumped me to background and they bumped me to uh, featured extra. And then I started doing indie films. And so I've been doing that. It's going on now about three years this month now. So that's awesome though. That, that's really cool. Um, my question is this though, for you though, James, like when you go into like the indies projects and things like that, would you rather do the indie projects or the big, uh, blockbuster type of thing because I know you also worked on Ozark and everything too. So that's actually pretty cool that you did a TV series as well. And yeah, oh, it's awesome. I, I did. I mainly did all that. Is primarily I wanted to see how the pros do it. You know, I, I wanted to see how they all, you know, how they, how it's done, and <clears throat> just learn the experience being on set and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, I much I love doing indie films. You know, because you know I've, I've been fortunate enough to get lead roles and. Uh, and that's where you got to put the work in. You know, you can't just, you know, you, you get, you, if you're going to make the make the upgrade from featured extra to you, you're going to have to do the indie film. And so I love playing the lead part and, and learning how to learn the dialogue and learn different range of the character. So, yeah, I mean, I, lo I love both. You know, if I could do, if I could make the big bucks and <laughs> do the big features, and the lead, that would be ideal. But, yeah, I, I, I just love the craft in general. And that's either, awesome. either or, you know. Okay. And I'm just wondering for the both of y'all though, too, like when, how were you guys approached with playing um, this role, these roles that you have? What was the first thought that went through your heads when you said, when Crane reached out to you and said, Hey, look, I want you to audition for this. What was the first immediate thought that came to your mind? What made you say, okay, I want to go ahead and do the history that haunts us. Well, for me, um, my my best friend again, she tagged me into where he was looking for, you know, someone to play in the film. And I had sent him a message, read uh, what little dialogue that he sent me to audition with. And then, of course, I FaceTimed with him several times. But he had told me the breakdown. Um, somebody sent a message. I think it was great. Um, yeah. They sent me, he sent me like a breakdown of the story or, or basically told me. And it really captured me because of the the dynamic of the film um i've always considered myself a very soulful person and you know i can i can sense things that sometimes people think are kind of creepy but you know i just feel like i have that and so the character that i actually played for as jennifer you know she had those things so she was just envisioning in those and just you know and it just carried me so i absolutely fell in love with the script um just an amazing story an amazing story. James, your so, turn. <laughs> <laughs> what what drew me into it was, you know, I, I knew it was going to be a challenge for me because usually I play like cowboys and law enforcement and protagonist type characters. So this was the, my first opportunity to play an endearing uh, husband type role. And so that's, that's one reason I, that I, I was excited to jump on it because uh, I wanted to show some range and, and challenge myself something to, that I can do something different. I can see that. And, yeah. you know, you guys also want to do something more challenging, something that you guys haven't done before. You also want to become like typecast. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be doing these. I don't want to be typecast and be included in on just doing this one certain role and be like the cowboy person yeah. or right. the over dramatic person and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I want to find my range. I want to find my voice. I just need to find the right balance to be able to do that. Yeah. And, right. You know, I think that the best thing is to try and find something that's challenging out there to where you say, you know what, 
I haven't done this role before. Let me try this and see if I can approach this differently than what I have done in my previous work and right. stuff like that. And, you know, I definitely have to say, you guys did a lot of improv on the set based off of what Krynip has told me as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I liked how James comes in and, and there was a bit, this is a bedroom scene and you have to have the cross and, th and stuff like that. And I like yes. how James comes in and he goes, here, baby, here's the, cr here's the cross. And then I could see a little bit of improvisation whenever it comes down to being the caring husband and then also to the look it gives you and then the John Wayne walk and things mm -hmm. like that. <laughs> the, he captured that so perfectly and so did you, Erica, with playing the girlfriend who's seen these visions and stuff like yeah. that just from seeing the behind the scenes footage. I just want to say that you guys actually brought those characters to life just based off of what I saw from the behind the scenes stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've never really played a salty. So, you know, I've always played the hard roles too, like James has, you know, we wanted to be able to show that range and that dynamic. And we knew that we had to bring it. We needed the audience to fall in love with our characters. So it was something that we both worked very, very hard on. So that's good I can to hear. See You're very <laughs> welcome. You're very welcome. Because here's the thing. I can see the chemistry right off the bat, especially when James has to get into the character of trying to make you laugh and trying to put you in the mood and everything. He's like, I'm not in the mood. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I love that. I love that whole entire dynamic. The chemistry just works very well balanced out. And yes. also, too, you know, I think that you guys are awesome together on screen. When it, and especially in the psychiatrist's office, I haven't seen that scene or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine how that scene gets played out. Was what was the most challenging thing when it comes down to it? I mean, was the challenging thing was the psychiatry office or was it the visions that you guys had? Mm -hmm. What what was the most challenging thing about working on the set, as far as an actor goes, with the dialogue, with anything that is being written from page to screen? Um, with our two characters or just in general with the entire film? Uh, just in general. I mean, you can um, talk about your characters on film, whatever. Well, um, not to give too much away, but I think the most the most difficult thing for me was um, not only the car sickness riding in the car, because I get car sick super bad, um, but not only that, it was uh, the, the scene where I stepped place in with a girl that actually gets killed in the film. So it was experiencing those emotions and having to do something that, you know, I'm a domestic violence survivor. So having to step foot into that role and feel that and, you know, have to fight back from that, you know, that was, that was probably the hardest thing amongst the whole film. Yeah. But otherwise, um, we had a blast. I mean, we just, we have a big family dynamic and we all just have a blast. I could see that though. I could see the family dynamic on the set and everything. And that's just awesome to have because you don't want to have that one person who's just being, being a sourpuss all the way through the whole entire filming <laughs> pro progress because then it brings you down an octave yes. and everything is like, okay, now I got to be serious. I can't joke around. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything. It causes friction on the set. Mm -hmm. That's something that you just don't want to have, to right. be honest with you, especially with the family dynamic that you said. Because I like when right here good things that's surrounding the sets and stuff like that. Because I've seen, I heard negative things before. I heard positive things before on mm -hmm. different sets and stuff like that. Right. And I like seeing positive energy, and that's just awesome that you guys have that positive energy about y'all. Um, but what there's just a lot of emotions. There's a lot of emotions in the film. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot in a lot of places. Okay. What about for you, James? What was the most challenging for you? 
probably like Erica said, not without giving too much away in some of the mm -hmm. Christmas scenes. Uh, in the it was some dream sequence type stuff where I had to travel back and, and have some visions of, of some things. I really, I really had to take myself there because I think we've all had a dream before of something in our past or a relative, and I really, I really wanted to convey, you know, and, and put that to the audience that, that, you know, that's had that experience that I wanted them to see that. So I really had to take myself there that I was going back and seeing something that, that I'd never seen or, you know, and uh, kind of in a in a dream sequence type situation without giving too much away. <laughs> right, right, of course. We want y'all um, to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Um, another thing, though, too, is I'm just going to pop this up real quick that Crane said, the pros don't make uh, uh, cookies or homemade <laughs> Italian sausages and peppers. I'm jealous. So true, he, still, so true. he still owes me lasagna that he's been promised me in cannolis, but he never he never shows up with it. He Crichton, you got to deliver. You have to <laughs> deliver it. <laughs> Those Oreo cookies are the bomb. <laughs> Uh, but he also, this is another thing though that I want to bring up, you know, I have always heard that when you go to a movie sets that are basically just get takeout of stuff from other restaurants. Now, what, from what I have heard, Crichton has cooked up some good stuff to see you do regarding when shooting this movie. What were some of, what were some of y'all's favorite stuff that Crichton cooked up? Gosh, there was so much. Um, he's a great cook. Mm -hmm. um, the cold cookies, you know, he know we already mentioned. That. Yeah, the cold <laughs> cookies. Yeah, but uh, let's tell you what the the sausage sausage was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the chili that chili he made that was the good. beef stew. You didn't get to try the beef stew this okay. past weekend, so it was good. And I actually cooked for everybody too the last the wrap night, so I actually cooked that <laughs> night. <laughs> I was like, I got this crate and let me let me do this. <laughs> That's and I think it was Crane. decent. In the fudge. <laughs> right. He makes ex excellent. We oh, know he's yeah. got the background in the fudge. So it's, it's I forgot about that. The fudge, too. There was That's something one else he made that was a, a, oh, my goodness, a dessert. Um, The foot the foot pie, the cherry pie shaped like a foot or a ham. Yeah, I didn't eat any of that. <laughs> it was basically all gone when I went to dive in it. Um, there was something else that was that was made um the kitty litter cake was good yeah there was just so much i mean no it was a lot i need a list wow. yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds I'm me crazy. of my italian grandmother that just cooks for everybody yes and he, he just wants to feed everyone that he can come across to to where you guys feel like family and yeah. that's that's the important thing like you said before erica where this just feels like family it feels like a good time rather than just work Right. And everything. And then once it's time to hit the lights, you know, you just instantly come glued back into those characters again. Mm -hmm. But underneath the surface and everything, you guys are family and you guys are laughing and having fun and just enjoying each other. And that's that's great. That's well, you awesome. have to when you're right. you know, when you're taken away from home and, and with your your husband or, or your wife and your, your children. You want to have that type of, you know, set. You don't want to go and have a terrible time where it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> Are we done yet? You know, kind of thing. And look at your watch. And, you know, it was just something that I enjoyed. And I think a lot of other people, including James, I think we all enjoyed, you know, the, the family dynamic of things. Oh, yeah. The family dynamic was awesome. Yeah. That's that's awesome, though. Seriously. And I'm also wondering, too, like, what other uh, 
projects and stuff like that are you guys thinking about working on in the future? You want to go? Mine's a little long. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been working with a script writer up in Indiana. I, I was doing this prior to uh, the history that haunts us. Uh, but we've been working together, collaborating, and uh, uh, I'm going to try to finish up, finish up with him, see where we stand on that. And uh, we've also got uh, a film that we talked about that uh, Erica's, I'll, she'll, she'll talk more about it, but uh, I think I'm playing a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but yeah, uh, no, I, I've just, I've been going steady since th this time last year, man. I haven't stopped. I, I did, uh, I had a, a lead role in the indie film. Then I did a Western and then I had a little bit of a break and I rolled right into history that haunts us. So I'm going to take a little bit of a break for about a month and just, and I'm, I'm going to focus on some writing and, uh, just continue to improve my craft and, and practice and, uh, relax a little bit and then, and just see what's out there. And I think we've got this thing coming up in uh, November, this film. And uh, we're gonna knock that out. But other than that, yes. for me, that's that's what I've got in the pipeline right now. So just to get a little rest. <laughs> All right. I don't rest. <laughs> I don't rest. Um, I have been cast in a new film, uh, actually an indie film. Actually, no. I, well, I guess it's indie, but it's Christian based. It's mm. Losing Hope, Finding Grace, and I was actually cast as the lead, Grace, and it's with Ron Media. Is something that I'm excited about. Um, I'm doing 1883, which is a spinoff of Yellowstone. Um, trying to think, doing the film. Um, I can't release. I don't think. I don't think he's released the name yet. That him and I are both in. He plays the bad guy, kind of a uh, hostage situation. Um, trying to think what else. There's a few other things. And of course, we're discussing co-writing something that is, you know, based on a true story. So that James and I are actually, you know, kind of working on. Okay. That we've been That's working on cool. a while. So yeah, we want to do something—a short film—and just kind of put it out there and see what it does. That's 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 pretty cool though that you guys yeah. want to work together and stuff like that and see what you guys come up with. How long have you guys known each other? I'm just wondering. I mean, was this the first time that you guys worked together, or was this other projects that you? that you guys worked we, each other on. We knew each other a little bit before the history that haunts us, but this is the first time we've worked together on something. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. She, she worked the Western I did with Joey Trey, she had worked with Joey in uh, the movie time and uh, where she played the detective. So we kind of knew each other from back, back through Joey. Yeah. But, okay. And my question for the both of y'all though, too, is how did you guys manage to find the voices for these characters? How did you get, get to dive in to give them their voices, the characteristics of what they are? Um, I read the script about 50 times <laughs> um, and really dissected it. And it was something that when we, you know, we got on set and we just kind of sit down and we just talked and we were like, Hey, look, we have got, we've got to bring them to life. You know, this is, we're playing characters that have been high school sweethearts and they're married and they're trying to start up. I'm not going to say too much more, <laughs> but <laughs> stop me right there. Okay. Um, so we're trying to, you know, we have to make you fall in love with us. And so we really just, we really have to bring it, you know, I think just dissecting it for me, I, I'm not sure. What about you, James? I just, because, you know, that my character was a rural character. It was pretty close to home for me. It was just a main dissecting, you know, the story. And uh, and I just mainly tried to go there, you know. 
and, and get into the side, you know, inside of Brian's head and what he'd went through and he's trying to convey that on the screen the best I could. Cause I've got the rural part down, you know, you can hear how I sound. Right. Exactly. <laughs> how I look. So that I had the look down and, and the sound down. It was just a matter of and, uh, taking personal experiences, you know, growing up, things like that. And, uh, and conveying that on screen the best I could. Okay. That's just something I was always curious about, like when it comes down to getting certain roles and actors and actresses finding their voice for those characters and things like that. I've always find that interesting on how actors and actresses give them their, those voices that we have and know and we love from watching mm -hmm. them on, on the big screen and stuff like that. So that's something yeah. that I really always find really, really interesting. Yeah. And you know, another thing though too is I know the the job of the director is to get the best job possible out of their actors and actresses. But what was one of the things that Crichton was able to help you guys out with the most? Um, my resting face. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Um, I've always played these, you know, these real hard roles, and um, where I'm a strong female, and in life in general, I'm a, I consider a strong female. And um, myself is one. And so this, I had to be very lighthearted and tender and, you know, just the sweet, the sweet wife, the very emotional wife that really needs her husband. And so Creighton had to remind me, hey, you got to put your happy face on, you know, stop looking like a brat. <laughs> because I would, I would just be sitting there and I would, you know. Okay, my bad. Let, let me get. Let me go there. I'm sweet. <laughs> you know, I am sweet, but you know, in general, when I've played all these roles, it's it's kind of like you just go back there, you know. Right. So I had to be reminded constantly. Well, not constantly, but I had to be reminded a good bit. Hey, you're sweet. Right. <laughs> yeah, Creighton was just great about you know taking if I had a question or if he could let me know where Brian was in that situation to where I could go there. You know, he yeah. was really good at explaining that in the story you know, based on the situation and what his vision was. He was real good about being explaining all that and, and getting the right angles and, and possibly, you know, doing another take. So let's try it this way, you know, mm -hmm. let's try it you know, uh, this way and then try it that way. You know, he was real good about uh, doing a lot of different ranges and see what worked the best. Yes. And showing us and showing us, you know, when we felt like we didn't take a scene very well, he would say, hey, look, this is what it looks like. Maybe we need to do it this way and so it was something where we were able to see and see kind of what we needed to you know change and and him even telling us okay let's try it like this and it just it worked i mean we just we all work great together that's that's great though like i said before but the behind the scenes stuff i could tell that you guys actually work well together on the set that's something that you need to have you know mm -hmm. i think that what you guys have is very good chemistry because otherwise, why would you guys be working together if you, again outside of history of Hanasus if you guys didn't and everything? And it's just good that you guys are able to jive up and stuff like that. And you know what? Crichton actually commented real quick. He said, it has been said, actors are the bloodline of the movie, Erica and James, and everyone has brought the history that haunts us to life. Dreams Aww. do come true. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Crichton. That's and, so true. Thanks, Crichton. And you know what, Erica, you kind of remind me of myself, though, in a sense, because here's the thing. I'm always continually working. I never uh -huh. slow down <laughs> at all. No matter what people tell me to do, they say, hey, you need to take a break. OK, I will. Next thing you know, when I see this news story that breaks out and everything, I'm like, 
And I turn into that guy that's smoking the cigarette and has something that's on like, and I'm like, I'm like, yep. I need to, I need to do this. And then I get in trouble, but you know, yep. but, yeah, I was supposed to be resting today and I didn't really rest. So yeah, I'll pay for it later. Right. But no, um, but still, I, I just want to say this. I mean, you guys have, have a very good special talent when it comes down to acting and visualization. And speaking of which, I was just wondering, though, too, like, was there any improvisation or anything like that when you were working on this film or anything like that that you tried out that you felt like, okay, it didn't work this way. Let me go try it this way kind of uh, situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, you know what, though? I think that you guys are going to knock this thing out of the park to be honest with you, especially as much stuff as Crines has put put into this and y'all put this hard work into it. I'm excited to see the final product, to be honest. Me too. I'm excited to see a six-minute clip this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys are actually going to be part of that horror con, and I'm actually happy that you guys got a chance to be at this horror con to be able to promote the history that haunts us. Uh, speaking of which, tell everybody where that horror con is going to be as so of the way if they are there they can go on ahead and you can give them all the details that you need for that. It's in Mobile. Um, James, you know, do you? I don't have that address. <laughs> I think it's on Airport Road. Um, it's at Gamers and, Geeker, Gamers yeah. and Geeks. Am I right? Yeah, Gamers and Geeks. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I knew I read it somewhere. Um, but I think it's off Airport Road, I believe. Yeah. If you go to my Facebook, it's on there under events. So. Okay. All right. But yeah, the um, whole schedule and everything. We'll okay. be signing autographs and talking and meeting, meeting and greeting and all that good stuff. Okay. I know that you guys are excited for that. I mean, it's I free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's also that. Hey, that's also a plus side because yes. you know Comic Con and everything else that's yeah. involved. Usually, you have to pay a high price for this. It's free. Correct. So yes. if you guys are. If you guys are in the area, Mobile, Alabama, go on ahead and check them out and everything too, because I strongly advise you, you're not going to find a great cast or a great director like this, especially a director that's down to earth or down to earth actors and actresses like Erica and James and everything that will just go on ahead, spend some time with you, sign a couple of autographs and things like that. I think that you're very welcome because it's hard to find where people care about other people and spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And just if they have questions, you take the time. That's one thing about a plus side of being about being an indie actor or actress. You can actually spend X amount of time with certain uh, fans or just other people that might actually be inspired to to actually act. Yeah. You can take the time mm-hmm. out of your day and everything to talk to them. And that's what I love about indie filmmakers, indie actors and actresses, because they're so down to earth. They're so real. And everything and they're also caring and also too whenever they work on a project they're caring they're nurturing they know what they want need to do for a certain project and yes. they're in 110 percent yeah. you know oh yeah and we worked on this for what four months yeah, <laughs> so four months. We, we've been in it <laughs> <laughs> but you know this just goes on the level of you know of, i can't believe this is actually happening kind of situation where it's like i'm in this movie working with Crichton and I'm actually having fun and I'm being invested into this movie and I can't, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, pitch me now. It feels so real, you know? Yeah. Yes. And 
you know, uh, matter of fact, I want to talk about Crichton for a minute. I know that he's another person that just doesn't rest when he's supposed to be resting. <laughs> and he always, <laughs> and he always gets himself into trouble. And I know that he got uh, sick on set and everything, but I just want to say this though. I appreciate what you guys did for him. Just taking care of him yeah. when his sugar bottoms out or anything yes. that he needs, you guys yeah. were there for him. And that you guys literally lifted him up and carried him out. That is a very nurturing thing that you would never see on a set or anything. But I just want to say out of the kindness of my heart that I really do appreciate that from you guys. Just being there and just being a good friend and also two awesome workers at what you guys do. Absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I think that's where both of our hearts come into play. I think we both have big hearts. I mean, that was seen all, all through the set, everybody that we worked with on the, on the film and everything. I think that hopefully that's something I can say, (laughs) you know, we do have big hearts. So first and foremost, you've got to take care of your health, you know, definitely. Right. 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 But yeah, um, I think that's everything I pretty much wanted to cover with y'all right now. But once this movie's released, and everything. I want to have you both back here again because yep. there's so much stuff awesome. that because there's so much stuff I want to dive into the meat and potatoes of this whole entire thing on how everything looks and things like that. Yeah. And I can't do. And here's the thing: I'm excited. I'm giddy. I want to see this movie right now, Crichton. If you have a screener copy or a rough draft of what was called Crichton Hobbs's director's cut, I'll watch it back <laughs> with, with no special effects. Well, I will but, say this: so. I watched. Um, a put together, he basically just put the scenes in order and I was able to see about an hour of it this past weekend. Oh, and, nice. um, it's, it's awesome. It is awesome. I think my favorite scene would be the sun setting and that's all I'll give, but, um, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Great. And, uh, one last quick question. Where can everybody follow you guys at? If you guys, uh, if people want to follow you on social media and all that other good stuff, I'm on Instagram, Jake Eating 27, and then I also uh, I got have an IMDb uh, profile. I haven't done a Facebook yet, but I, I think I'm going to do that pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I have a Facebook page, Erica Rowell Green, and then IMDb the same, and then, of course, Instagram, it's Erica Green. So okay. it's all attached. If you go to my Facebook and look up Erica Rowell Green, then you'll see it. Oh, Crichton wanted to pick on you for a minute, too. Y'all stood up on your feet the whole time yes. uh, while watching. Yes. Okay. So everybody, okay, everybody didn't stand on their feet. <laughs> I stood <laughs> on my feet, um, and I think three others did. I think two had resulted to the the chair and the bed or the floor. But, yes, we did. We stood on our feet the entire time. <laughs> Watched it. I mean, it was, it was drawing. Like, we, he showed us one clip, and then I said, okay, wait a minute. I know this is not all that you've got. Like, what else can you show us? You know, I wanted to see a particular scene that him and I were in. Um, and I wanted to see that one. And he's like, well, you know what? Let me just let me just show you what I've, the scenes I've put together. And so, I mean, literally, I expected to see maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> An hour later, I'm still standing there going, okay, is that all? <laughs> show me some more. <laughs> and it draws you in. I mean, you were literally just drawn in and... There was no bathroom breaks during it. I think we all had to use the restroom when we got like nobody wanted to leave. We all wanted to watch. So it um that's it draws how you, you know, in. Yep. Yep. And that's how you know you have something special if mm-hmm. it's not if it's not drawing you away from the screen. 
You're not che- and you're not checking your watch to say, hey, I think I left my stove on. But that's just fantastic. That's just fantastic, though, of how great the writing and everything is, to be honest with you. I commend you guys on the hard work that you've done. You guys have something very special here. Thank you. Um, Thank you're you. very welcome. And I'm very privileged to have gotten to know you guys and stuff like that. And as a matter of fact, I would like to have you guys back on the show again for another interview, but also for other future stuff. Because I do movie reviews with uh, independent actors and actresses and directors and stuff like that, too. So I like to for you to be a part of the movie lovers night kind of family that we have absolutely here. Yeah. so welcome us to so, the family <laughs> okay i'm a movie lover myself so it's awesome. mob yeah. movie. like mob movies <laughs> i might actually have you for God- godfather <laughs> yeah so okay. that's one so. thing that happened on set he would he would say like little scenes from films and i'm like is that part of the script and he's like no it's another movie and i'm like what what movie are you talking about now you know because i mean he he would just throw it out there and i'm going i know this is not part of the script like where where's this from and he's like oh you didn't see this so i have a list like this long of films it'd be that funny I if watch. he <laughs> you know what'd be funny though is if he came up to you and hugged you. I knew it was you, Fredo. What? <laughs> I, do that, I do that stuff all the time. I'll break into a different character at dinner. He did. Yes. Yes. I mean, I had to take it to an, a real emotional state, and here he is like trying, you know, I had to come back from it. I had to get real emotional, and then I had to come back from it because we have to more, you know, more to film. And he's just like busting out in different characters. And I'm like, <laughs> how can you not bring it back? You know, it was so right. funny because it was something, you know, you, you didn't expect. And so, because I, I was still getting to like learn him and know him and, you know, everything. And I'm like, where is this coming from? It's just like a Rolodex <laughs> in there. It just goes for days. So if you want to know movie something, he's your guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, James reminds me of myself because I quote movies all the time, and I was like, "Okay, that doesn't fit in what we're talking about." Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. But anyways, I'm just guys. sitting there. I'm just listening, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that's what my fiance does to me. She's like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Yeah. Or sometimes, like, if I'm watching a movie, for instance, and we were watching one movie, she just looked at me like, "You like that movie?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I did." <laughs> but, but you know, but no. Uh, if she's not into it, I change it anyways. But still, yeah. I like picking with her. Well, but, that's good. Good yes, relationship already. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Uh, so, let's see. Oh, tell the story about... Oh, what was this other story about him uh, oh, about falling oh, off the table oh, at a yes. restaurant? So, we were filming in the restaurant, and he had maneuvered on this on this table. And, of course, it was on my side. James is on this side of me, and then we have another actor across from me. And well, across from us, and he's sitting on this table trying to get the scene from way back. And the table starts to lean, and I'm thinking one of the guys that are helping is going to get him. Well, he he does, but he does midway, so he catches his uh, pullover. I'm trying to catch the table and the chair, and then another actor's running trying to catch his feet. And I mean, it just bottom up. The whole table just tilts, you know, just goes right over. Yeah. So all we could think about was him going through the window because there's a window right there. So <laughs> we've had some interesting moments, needless yeah. to say. <laughs> Close calls. Yes. <laughs> it was a fun moment, though. Mm-hmm. Not for Creighton, but <laughs> he laughed. Uh oh, can't hear you, John. You know what? There you go. He should just go on ahead and do his own step. Uh, on just say he does his own stunts, like falling. 
Yes. Because that's what I tell. I'm a stunt man. I just do mm-hmm. all my own stunts. I just fall all over the place. Yeah. Yes. But you know, this was fantastic. I'm I'm happy to hear that you guys are awesome together. Crichton's a great director. You guys are definitely in good hands when it comes down to Crichton and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, that's gonna be it as far as the show goes and stuff like that. But guys, tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. Me and Joshua Rayner from A Merc with a Movie Blog, we're going to be reviewing the 1990s It, part of Scream on Screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes. That movie gave me nightmares as a kid. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Not as much as an adult. It wasn't as scary once you grow up, but when you go back and watch it, but as a kid, man, it was was scary. It was definitely horrifying. It definitely gives you a new meaning of trying not to use the bathroom. It didn't scare me as a kid. It was pretty pretty scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I came home today and three of my children are watching Chucky. So in my living room, I was like, what are you doing? And they're watching (laughs) Chucky. So, you know, they're like me. Um, Scary movies don't scare them. So let's see. um, But yeah, scary movies don't really scare me as much as they used to or anything like that. It's hard to find a very good one. I guess it's because I'm an adult now and nothing really scares me that much, but you know. Yeah. Well, this Uh, is a psychological thriller um, that has a bunch of horror mixed in with it. So this is going to be something that messes with your mind a little bit as you're watching it. It's not going to be all set in stone where you can actually watch it once and get it. You're going to have to watch it a few times. You see, that's the thing I like. I like being yeah. able to use my imagination and speculate on certain things and make myself go back and rewatch it again because that's the wonderful yes. thing about a director to be able to make us use our imaginations. Yeah. Yes. And like, that's I what I feel like is missing today. You have to watch it several times to, to try to grasp everything that went on in the <laughs> you know. So. Right. All right, guys. So, like I said, that's going to be it for tonight. But if you guys want to, go on ahead. And we actually are doing a little charity event, part of uh, Sensi's. And where all the donation money goes over towards St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So go on ahead. Get yourself a Sensi. All those proceeds go over to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Of course, if you guys want to donate to my page, how do you do that? Just go on ahead. Donate 5 to $10 at Ruby Loves Unite by doing this. Go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers unite podcast and that's how you can donate five to ten dollars over there but go ahead a simple like a simple share goes a long way here at movie lovers unite if you can't afford anything we totally understand smash the subscribe button smash that like button smash all that other stuff smash that right on the right hand corner there's a little bell in the right hand corner to allow you guys to know that we have something new here at movie lovers unite and then, of course, guys, you can go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night on Facebook, underneath Instagram, and Pinterest underneath the same brand name. Then, of course, guys can go on ahead and follow me on TikTok as well because I do some promotional stuff over there as well at Movie Lovers Unit 001. And then, of course, on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then, of course, if you want a sponsor or would like to be on the show, all you have to do is email me at MovieLovesUnite at gmail.com. And then for all your entertainment needs and wants, just go on ahead, head over to MovieLovesUnite forward slash Wix.com. That's where you guys can go ahead and get all kinds of different information, different movie news and stuff like that. And that's everywhere that you guys can go ahead and follow me at. Always until next time, guys. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, James. I do Thank appreciate you. you again. And always Thank until you, next time, guys. You're very yes. welcome. Anytime. You guys are always welcome here. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And to dissect the movie. (laughs) Yes.